you can stand out as an agent if you're just talking on the phone. Sure, you can, yeah. Like yeah. text, sure, but give them a ring once a day, once a week. It really helps build that connection. Ego can sometimes yeah. get in the way. Even when you get super busy, you get short, you get moody. Yeah. Yeah. I have been there for sure. So you got to step back and just know that can stop at any moment. Like it takes years to be successful. It takes minutes to go down. Yes. Just like that. Your world can come tumbling down like that. You really got to be. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into Market Pulse, presented by Virtual Exposure, a podcast where we deep dive into the world of real estate, bringing you the latest strategies and insights that top producing realtors use to thrive in today's dynamic marketplace. My name is Blake Yench, joined by my co-host, Shiv Singh, realtor with two years in the business with the XP. Each week, we sit down with a top performing realtor to uncover the secrets behind their success. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting in the industry, Marco Pulse is your go-to source for cutting-edge strategies, market trends, and success stories that will inspire and elevate your real estate game. Our guests are movers and shakers in the real estate world, sharing their journey, challenges, and triumphs. From digital marketing wizards to negotiation maestros, we cover everything in detail with every single episode. So grab your favorite beverage, sit back, and join us as we unlock the doors to success in the ever-evolving world of real estate. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Marco Pulse. So on our first episode, we've got two veterans in the industry with a combined 40 plus years of experience. One of them is a certified Remax legend with over $4 million in gross commissions. He was in the top 100 Edmonton Real Estate Board an astounding four times and winner of countless Remax awards, most prominently the Remax Lifetime Achievement Award. In addition to this, he's a classic car enthusiast, dog lover, promoter, and mentor to hundreds of other agents at Remax River City. Our second guest, she's also had an incredible career with a 25-year service award from Edmonton and Korea and top 50 across Canada for her previous brokerage. She's been a focal point in the industry for over 33 years. She's also built several successful businesses apart from her real estate career, is currently writing a book and runs not one, but two other podcasts, all while taking care of her four kids and 10 grandchildren. Ladies and gentlemen, I give a special welcome to Rob Biddlecombe and Laurel McTavish. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We're honored. Uh, beautiful setting here and uh, even better, the beautiful uh, view outside these windows here, which I'm sure everyone can't see on this podcast, but we can. So it's going to keep us mesmerized and uh, just look at the beautiful, serene uh, setting and the, and the beauty of our uh, city in Edmonton. 100%. Even this minus 30 weather. Yeah, actually, it's minus 36 right now. So it feels like minus 49. Yeah. You never, <laughs> yeah. You'd never know with the blue skies there and, yeah. and so on. So we're very fortunate and very lucky. So absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us. I know it's very cold outside and actually funny enough, it worked out perfectly because we were actually supposed to have the podcast at three o'clock and ended up being delayed slightly. But now we have the beautiful view to look at while we're doing the podcast. So Starting off, Rob, I'd like to hear a little bit about your experience starting in real estate, where you came from, why exactly you wanted to get started in real estate. And Rob, I'll have you start, uh, start first. And sure. from there, Laurel, you can speak as well. Well, I've always liked houses um, and I've always liked cars. Um, my career, I started uh, with... Uh, it was Canadian Airlines uh, in 1979, and I started off uh, with the industry and uh, 
worked in a building with a thousand people. Um, so learned a lot of people skills and, uh, learned to learn from a lot of, uh, successful people in the airlines, uh, and dealt with a lot of different people and different personalities. So, uh, meanwhile with that, uh, I did love houses at the time and did love cars. So, uh, with my career in the airlines, I thought, uh, well, I've got 21 years at the airlines. I started when I was 17. So I thought, well, now's as good as time to, to get into, uh, real estate and, uh, work for myself and, uh, work with uh, a lot of people and, and, uh, and, and provide, uh, customer services, what I've always enjoyed doing. So that's kind of what took me into, into real estate. And I moved from Vancouver, uh, to Edmonton, uh, after I left the airlines and I thought, well, this is as good as time as any to, to get into the real estate market. And, uh, here I am today, uh, sitting with a bunch of, uh, nice people here. So, yeah. Likewise. What about you, Laura? I started, I really wanted to be a realtor. I was about eight years old and I was showing, I was with my grandma and she was looking at houses and I asked the agent, I said, um, do you mean we get to see any house that has a for sale sign? And she said, well, yes, we can if we can afford them <laughs> and if they're available. So I was super intrigued on that. And um, it was shortly after I was eight, right? But I always had it in the back of my mind, not really thinking. Um, I was a young mom. I had my kids quite young. By the time I was, uh, I started being a branch receptionist at real estate when I was 17. And um, I worked for about 140 realtors back then. And oh, wow. I learned so much from them. So they're the ones that actually encouraged me to be a realtor. So they're like, oh, you'd be great to be a realtor. So um, Sorry, quick, I did. Quick question. You're unlicensed assistant or a receptionist? No, I was the receptionist for Royal LePage and I had an amazing team. It was probably the best office that I had been at and uh, they encouraged me quite a bit. I did a lot of things on the side, you know, helping them with their work. But I have to say that um, they pushed me in the right direction. And so I became a realtor at 23. Yeah, I had three young kids. So my youngest, I, I had three kids by 21. So I started and it was... What a go-getter, wow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. It was a difficult situation at first because being young that long ago and starting real estate, a lot of people didn't really respect you or they didn't think that yeah, you knew what yeah, you were doing, yeah. right? So, how, how was that in particular? Because from my understanding, however many years ago, it's more of a boys club. It, yeah. uh, well, what was it like coming in as a woman into real estate at that time? Well, I was really, um, well, I was treated really well, but there were times there was, you know, um, bigger personalities out there that would kind of try to intimidate and do that often, right? Um, my manager was kind of like a, a second dad to me. So he helped me when it came to things like that. Uh, it was really difficult, but eventually I got my grounding and I'm very thankful that I started off being a receptionist first because it gave me a lot of knowledge, right? I knew the zoning, all that stuff, the areas, the paperwork, because I taught people about the paperwork. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learned the foundation. I had the foundation for sure. Wow. Yeah. So that was very beneficial. After that, it must have just been a matter of sales and everything. And I can 100% relate getting in super young and people not really giving you the same level of respect or thinking that you don't know as much. But yeah, you can. You clearly you are where you are at today and doing great. It becomes really addictive, if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? It's funny you say that because it is true because mm-hmm. I know um, I got into real estate in my 40s and I did want to get into it uh, in my 20s and 30s. But back then, and of course, I knew uh, some of my uh, parents' friends were real estate agents and um, they'd always say, well, you know, you're too young and wait till you're a little more mature. And, and what you said, Laurel, people will take you more serious when you're older. But if I look back at that, that's not true because look where you are today. And I've got many realtor friends uh, in, in the office that I manage that started when they were 19 and 20. Mm-hmm. And age means nothing. It's it's how you present yourself, how professional you are, and uh, and it all comes from the heart, you know. And mm-hmm. people will believe that you know this person's true and sincere. So, uh, but that is a a thing in real estate that stuck in my mind. Uh, another reason why I got into real estate is because I remember going to my parents' uh, friends at their office, and I was you know I was probably twelve or thirteen, and. I remember going into a, a real estate brokerage in Van, in, in Lang, or at Vancouver at the time. And of course, I've always liked cars since I was a kid. But if you go into a real estate parking lot, you'll see the nicest cars in the city in a real estate parking lot. And I said to myself, yeah. when I was a teenager, <laughs> I want to have some of those cars because all these real estate agents had beautiful cars. And uh, that's kind of, then it reminded me of a song of Rascal Flats, you know, Fast Cars and Freedom. Because when you're a real estate agent, you got beautiful cars and you've got all this freedom and you, you've got to know, got, you've got to know what to do with all this freedom because you've got a lot of time on your hands and you have to turn that free time on your hands into, uh, into success and, and, uh, and monitoring and, and following what everyone else is doing in real estate. And, and you've got to dedicate yourself to your clients and dedicate yourself to your fellow brothers and sisters in the real estate board because we remember customer service starts internally with all the realtors with each other 100%. and then that travels into you know uh your your clients so it's like a brotherhood it is it is yeah yeah we're yeah. there's four over four thousand brothers and sisters we have and you have to get along with everyone and, and give your fellow uh real estate agents uh 150 percent customer service also yeah yeah excellent can you tell us about how you got your first client? Was it a referral, friend, family member? Tell us about that. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> it's funny. When I started in real estate, um, uh, my first year, I started in 2003 and I graduated uh, a day after my birthday. So April 30th, I graduated and got my license. And I didn't have a client because I was new to, to Edmonton. So I didn't know a soul. I was. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anyone. So I had to figure it out for myself. But I will tell you from April 30th to December 31st, I worked for two different real estate companies. And I'm not going to mention who they are because I believe every real estate company out there is great. But I worked for two different real estate companies. I had one sale in eight months. And that one sale was my mom. She moved from, I moved her from Vancouver to 
to Edmonton. So that was my only sale. So, uh, that was my first client, my mom. And, uh, and then 2004, uh, I did start, uh, with Remax and I've never looked back. It was the great decision that I did. And, uh, I promote the company. Uh, what, what is it about Remax in particular? Well, to other you know, brokerages. it's funny you say that because when I did live in Vancouver, I, I did sell my house and I wasn't a real estate agent and I, I did list with Remax. Uh, and the reason being is because I, I like brands, whether it's Polo or whether it's Coca-Cola, whether it's Pepsi, whether it's McDonald's, I, I like brands and I did like the balloon and, uh, and, you know, Remax was a, a, a top, uh, a dominant um, uh, name in, in the Vancouver uh, in, in city or, or outskirts. So um, that's kind of who I listed with. And everyone says, well, why didn't you start with them? And I, well, you always think of costs and money and so on. And, 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 and that's kind of how I ended up with the first two companies, uh, you know, so that's how I ended up with Remax. Excellent. Yeah. What about you, Lo? Well, <laughs> long story. Um, I was with another company for 25 years, but they changed names twice during, while I was with the same okay. office. That's, so that's a good sign. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I would go away on a holiday and I'd have a different business card in my my mailbox and I'd be like what <laughs> you know again so um actually I always used to talk about how I wasn't going to be a Remax agent um it was I was kind of a rebel I guess you would say um but I'd always say no I don't need to go to Remax I can make a name with myself because of course we all knew that Remax had a quite a big market share but I met Robert on a deal and we just got along. Yeah, what a deal yeah. it was. It was, yeah. I, like, I've always focused on customer service and, and everyone knows that in the industry. I, that's the most important thing. And you can read my reviews. It's all about customer service from my clients. And when I met Laurel, I went, she's like, I thought, geez, she's like a version of me, except she's prettier than me. Uh, so I thought she's, she's incredible. Uh, like, wow, I'd love to, you know, and at, and at that time, I was thinking about teaming up with someone or partnering with someone because that's kind of the way of the future now. Um, you know, I did go to the 50th anniversary of Remax, and I've been, and we had it in Las Vegas. So we have our big convention in Vegas uh, every year, and I've been three times now. And I remember going back in 2005 and 2011, but I noticed this time that it was basically a lot of teams and a lot of partnership. I noticed. Back then, you know, you'd see you'd, someone would get an award and they, you'd go up on stage and you'd get the award yourself or whatever. But I noticed uh, just this past year, uh, last year, or actually this year, sorry, because it's our 50th anniversary this year, and I just couldn't believe the teams and partners. So I thought... Well, why do you think partnering now in real estate is more prevalent than it ever has been? Well, you know, I'm one of those guys and Laurel's one of those ladies that, you know... Um, when I was in my prime in real estate, I was doing really good numbers and I wasn't taking holidays. I didn't want to leave my portfolio with, with just anyone. I wanted to leave my portfolio with someone like myself. So here's me going to Mexico and I'm working in Mexico. I'd sell 
kid you not, I'd go to Mexico and I'd sell three houses while I was in Mexico for seven days. I'm on the massage table looking through the little window, looking down at the ground, <laughs> and I've got the phone looking through the hole on the massage table and I'm talking to the realtor and I'm spending thousands of dollars on on phone bills and talking to my clients. And, and back then we were faxing. There was no scanning and, and no DocuSign. So it was just getting to the point where I just wasn't going on holidays. And I thought, geez, I've got no one to leave my portfolio with. So, and I also noticed too, um, when you're going in to give someone a price on their home, when you're meeting the husband and wife or, or a single person, uh, whether it's a man or woman, whoever you're dealing with, that person either wants to deal with a guy or wants to deal with a lady, believe it or not. So I thought, you know what? I want the best of both worlds. My next partner is going to be a lady because you can go in and they've got their choice of a man or a woman. And, and, real, and realistically, you've got two agents working for the price of, price of one. Mm -hmm. So, and I thought, you know, it took me, it took me two years of talking to Laurel uh, saying, you know, I think we should team up or whatever. And I don't chase after anyone. I'm not that type of guy, but uh, so right. it just kind of happened this year. And uh, it was a little hard to get, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she played hard to get, but uh, it was worth yeah. it in the long yeah. run. So it was a, uh, Probably one of the best decisions uh, in my life. I should have done it years ago, but everything's meant to be. Mm -hmm. uh, it happened now, twenty some years later, uh, and same with Laurel. And she went, and I know she went through the same thing. It's really hard to pass off your work with someone uh, and leave it and not think about it. But uh, when you've got someone that's kind of on the same page as yourself, it's it's easier to to go on a holiday and, and, and so on and, and have that trust in someone that you believe is going to look after your clients uh, the way you do. So, yeah. That's a that's really unique perspective because, and I feel, me being a younger agent yeah. and to all other young agents listening to this as well, like don't take DocuSign and like all the technology that we have available for granted. No, no. no. Like absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> so, and, and I think I'm probably, well, there's only a few of us, but I still hand write out my listing contracts and purchase uh -huh. contracts. I drive Laurel nuts. It, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She just, yeah. yeah. But let me take that. Yeah. yeah. But we, we complement each other mm -hmm. and she's a people person uh, just as much as I am, which is very rare. And I always tell new agents when I meet them or I'm trying to recruit them, you know, whether they're new, fresh out of taking the course or, or even from other brokerages, you know, that's just part of the, part of the industry, you know, um, I always tell agents, uh, seasoned and young agents, anyone can text. A 10-year-old can text. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I always use this as a, as a perfect template. Um, you know, when you're with your kids or with your wife in the house, are you texting them or are you talking to them? Do you bring up your children texting or do you talk to them in person? And same with your wife. If you don't talk to your, your wife or husband, your, your, your relationship goes sideways. Communication is the most important thing on this planet. Yeah. Because if you can't talk to someone, that's why God gave us this. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely more the, the talker in our partnership. <laughs> for sure. I can talk. I do a lot of texting. I text yeah, really, yeah. really fast and it just, I get things done that way. So we, we do have good balance for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. we complement each yeah. other and she's got just as good as people skills and mannerisms as, as I do, which is, 
you know, uh, hard to come by nowadays. It's a, it's, it's kind of a new, new era. And I just hope that I always preach to the, anyone that comes into the industry that, you know, it's, you've got to communicate with your, your clients and, you know, they have a, you have a choice. You can text them, you can, Mm -hmm. you can, uh, email them, but you still have to talk to them. And, you know, and I've take, uh, so many listings that I've had in my career, I've gotten listings that from other agents where the listings expired and the clients moved on to another agent, myself or, or Laurel. In fact, we just picked up three listings this week where they expired with, with other agents because there was no communication. We didn't hear from the other agent. They never phoned us. They didn't tell us how the showings were. Our sign was laying in the snow or laying in the mud. They didn't even come to check to, to make sure our sign is standing up. So yeah. Yeah. these uh, small, these small little things add up. And they do. They do. Like for, I just want to say to all Gen Zers out there, like you can stand out as an agent if you're just talking on the phone. Sure you can. Yeah. Like yeah. text, sure, but give them a ring once a day. Good once for a week. you. Yeah. yeah. yeah like that right. helps. It really helps build that connection. Yeah. And the best thing to do is when you're with your clients, let them know what you're going to do. Just say, Hey, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, if I've got no calls on your listing, I'm still going to phone you, let you know I'm alive and still working, trying to sell your home. And I'm going to phone you, and I'm, whether it's giving you a weather report, how cold it's going to be tomorrow, or give you the score for the Oilers or, or whatever you're going <laughs> to yeah. hear from me. Yeah. He's not kidding. He really and, will. <laughs> and the truth is, is, you know, I've, any listing that's ever expired with me, I've always gotten that listing back. It's never gone to another awesome. agent. And the reason being is communication. Beautiful. Communication is key, 100%. Um, things get lost in transi- uh, translation with text. You know, you can read it the way you're feeling oh, that yeah, day. Yeah. So if you're grumpy, you could read somebody else's message in a grumpy way. Yes, and, and yeah. Miscommunication, for sure. And and another example is I can send a a paragraph on text to 10 different people, and those 10 people will read that paragraph all differently. All different. Yes. So, but when you talk on the phone or talk in person, we're here in person, this is great. Would this work texting? No, it wouldn't. I built my business through cold calling, literally cold calling every single realtor in the city. And it was unbelievable to me how many people didn't answer the phone. Wow. <laughs> I'm a random 780 yeah. number. Yeah. <laughs> and if that were me in my position, like, yeah. there's not a time that my phone goes off that I don't pick it up. Yeah. Except well, for now, of course, because it's on do not disturb, but you go at me. Well, I'm going to answer your call, right? Yeah. I'm going to do, I'm gonna, <laughs> Absolutely I'm actually actually gonna do a shout out to Blake before he <laughs> shout outs himself there, but um, I get probably 30, 40 emails a day. You want to come work for my brokerage? Do you want to, uh, you know, use my services for, for photos or RMS or drones or whatever? I get, a, I, I, get a, I get a 50 of these per day. Blake phones me up, introduces himself, says, <laughs> Rob, I'd love to take you for coffee. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. And I say, well, nothing's broken right now. So I've, I, I'm, I'm old school. I want to if everything's working good, I'm going to keep using that. But he's, you know, he, he phoned me two or three times and I thought I've got to give this young guy a chance. So I met him. I loved him in person. Um, great, respectful young man, which is nice to see with the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And he got my business. Yeah. 
And I've never not. And if anyone phones me, they're going to get a, he's going to get a five-star review from, from myself. So, and, and for Laurel too. So you guys prime, prime example, building that connection over the phone. Yeah. Even as a Gen Zer. And a person too. Yeah. Blake's younger than me. Like he's crushing it. Yeah. He yeah. really is. Yeah. It's Thanks, it's really refreshing. No, it truly is refreshing no, it's, it's, it's to see. True. Yeah. It's truly refreshing to see because there's you're so motivated. And I always yeah. <laughs> Robert always jokes and says, eventually one day we're gonna be working for, for Blake. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice to to see I don't pay them to say this. Yeah. It's nice to see people that are motivated and uh it's just because when I retire and, you know, I'm older than Laurel, uh, but, you know, it's nice to see what the next generation or the next wave of agents are, are, are or, you know, or, or any company, whether it's electricians or whatever. But I, I just, it's, 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 this is kind of a funny story and it's, it's a true story. I was sitting in, uh, in Hortons one day, this is going back about five, six years ago and uh, table this size a builder sitting at the table and he had five of his workers sitting at the table with him. And I, I just laughed. I wish I could have recorded it, but I'm not a social media guru like, like you two gentlemen here. <laughs> he had the blueprints out on the table. He's explaining about this beautiful home. And I, I've got still good eyesight for my age and I could see this home. It looked like it was around 3,500 square feet and he's explaining everything about it. And I just started laughing out loud and uh, they kind of look up at me. And the reason why I was laughing is because the five workers with him, they all had their phones under the table and they were all texting and they weren't even listening to what he was saying. They weren't even looking at the blueprints. So uh, do you think that falls more on them personally for their own character or do you believe it falls more on the leader? Well, I I think it's a a little bit of both, you know, um, that's why you have interviews, uh, you know, uh, you interview someone in person. You, anyone can tell you what you want to hear on an email or on a text or, mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, Zoom, Zoom's out there now, but uh, it's, you have to be a good leader and there has to be a good follower. And those followers will turn into leaders one day too. You have to have a mentor. You have to have guidance. You have to have a mom. You have to have a dad. That's how... Oh, you two learned. That's why the two of you are here. You learned from mom and dad, you know, uh, you learned a great work ethic and that's what it's about out there. So what do you think was there a turning point in your lives? What led you to establish your work ethic? For young people looking out here, looking for motivation, who are looking to to make a name for themselves. What would you say? Well, it came from it all starts somewhere. So it, it's, it's, it, it should start at a young age. It does come from parents. You know, if you've got parents that don't have a work ethic and, and, uh, are lazy and don't look at life in, in a different way, then, you know, uh, you're, you're, the kids are going to gain those bad habits. So in a, in order to get out of those bad habits, when they get out on the workforce, they have to have a great leader. Uh, leading, leading by example is very important. Uh, you can't win a war, a sergeant or a colonel can't win a war with, with his soldiers if they don't respect them. So you got to be a great leader and a great communicator. So, yeah. They say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's an old saying and that you're, you're, you're so right. Yeah. 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 But question on that, like 
How much of it, if you were to apply a percentage of it, would you say someone's work ethic is based on nature versus nurture? Well, I guess that's up to every individual, how we all look at life. We all look at things differently. And like I said, you know, um, I always tell uh, people or agents or, or even friends, you know, we're in control of our destiny. When you get out of bed and you sit on the edge of the bed and you're getting ready to stand up and go wash your face or brush your teeth, you're in control of your day. You're, you can think of every excuse not to get out of bed or not do this or not do that. You wake up positive, you go to bed positive. So you're in control of your destiny. If you want to be successful, you'll be successful. If you want to be unsuccessful, then it's very easy to. You can think of every excuse. And I'll give you one good example here. When I worked at the airlines, uh, Vancouver Airport, uh, obviously International Airport in Vancouver, I lived out in Langley. So think about this one, you guys. Um snowstorm in Vancouver and when it snows it's very dangerous wet snow blah 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 so I'd get up at five in the morning and I go geez I gotta drive an hour into work I would drive through a snowstorm leave early leave at 4 30 to get in for work at six and 20 people would phone in sick that day who lived four or five minutes away from work who worked in Vancouver and worked in you can think of every excuse not to to do anything, not to go into work. So you got to be structured. You got to be positive. And if you want to be successful, you will. So, yeah. I'll just chime in here a little bit. Um, I'm a little bit opposite where I didn't have that guidance when I was young. Uh, my mom was, my mom had MS from when I was five. And so I'm the baby of four girls and my mom just said I was different. She always used to say, you're the one that wants to do things. I always yeah. wanted to do things. And I didn't want to live like we were poverty stricken. You know, there wasn't a lot of money coming in. Um, my mom and dad divorced when I was young, quite young. But it was seeing that and wanting to be different. And so I really had to surround myself with different people. Yeah. Um, it was my people. You know, there's a lot of times I have um, elderly people that I call them mom or, you know, mama. I have <laughs> a few <laughs> Polish ladies that I call them mama, but, you know, they were my clients. It's really all about how you, yeah. what you want yeah. Yeah. in your heart. I didn't want the struggle anymore. I didn't well, want to have to, you know, I wanted my kids to have more, more than what I had. Absolutely. And even more on that, how much do you really want it? There's this Nipsey also lyric that says, don't be surprised if you don't get what you never wanted. Because you could say, everyone says, I want to aspire to this. People who are successful and people who are unsuccessful have the exact same dreams, the exact same goals. The difference is how much action are you willing to put in? And for me, I don't even see it as something I want to achieve or something I wish to achieve or something I aspire to achieve. I see it every single day as my duty, my obligation, and my sole responsibility to my family, to those that I care about, to God, to whatever it is in my life that is driving me to succeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like I said, we're in control of our destiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They say like, I don't know what the exact stats are, but like biologically speaking, like the chances of you being born are like one in something trillion. Mm -hmm. Like, so guys, this life is very precious. Like God has given this to us, like respect it, mm -hmm. you know, and follow your dreams. 
Put in yeah. the but put in the work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that I really envisioned in, like my goals, I've reached so far. But I did get caught up in the money aspect and goals and reaching and selling this many homes. And mm-hmm. I had to sell more and more and more. And I was working 16 hour days. I was literally falling out of my vehicle at the end of the day because I was so tired. And my family went on without me. And so they were always saying to me things like, oh, well, we're going to go do this. And I'd be like, well, what about me? Well, they were able to go on without me. And so I had to, like, a lot of my motivation for partnering up with Robert was because that'll give me some time with my family. Because truly, life is short. I did a lot of sales. I love my job, but I love my family too. So really respect your family because that's why my children chose not to be realtors too is because they're like, you work too hard, really hard. Yeah, and Laura will vouch for this. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, money's nice, but it's not the most important thing. And I think Laurel's realized now that, you know, I'm going to speak for her and she can correct me if I'm wrong, but health mm-hmm. is the most important now yes. and, and happiness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And how do you find the balance? Well, I think the balance is, you know, I'm looking to figure out personally. respecting yeah. your time and knowing where your time is. And, and actually I read a lot of books. I do a lot of different things. I'm always learning. So I think it's super important to learn. Be happy in what you're doing. Because once you start to resent it, um, then you're not happy anymore and you won't be as successful. I believe that 100%. I agree. You have to master the world of the inner before you master the world yeah. of the outer. And, yes. you know, it, and I'll cut in on this one. It, it takes years to be successful. It takes minutes to go down. Yes. It, yes. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Your world can come tumbling down like that. So you really got to be careful and think about, you know, uh, think about life and and what you want out of life. Um, You can't take it with you. You know, we were here once, you know, so. um, So surrounding yourself with the good people, um, balance, like you said, balancing your family and your friends and enjoying life and traveling. I mean. But you can't, you can't do any of that. If you don't have your health, right? That's correct. Yeah. hundred percent. Rob, if you were to do everything all over again, 2024, like what advice would you give to a new agent just starting out in the world of real estate in 2024? Like I said, my first year was the first eight months was just kind of a flop. Um, that's what I'll call it. And to be honest, that first eight months, I was going to quit three times. I thought I'm, I'm out of here. If this isn't right. I wasn't getting any training. I wasn't getting any support. You know, I started at 41 years old. I didn't know a soul in Edmonton, not one person. I felt lost. Uh, No one to help me. I'd phone. No one want to help. Phone the manager. Phone the broker. They're out on the golf course. They're out on the lake. And I had to figure out real estate for myself. Um, And... These guys. In, a bit of a in, plug. In, 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 <laughs> shame, shame <laughs> plug. Hence my shirt. Join them in, join no, them in, really in 2004 and I, I got support. I got help. And when I got that, I felt like I, my confidence just went up like this. And I felt like I could conquer. And I did conquer. And I thought to myself, one day I'm going to give back 
I'm not going to let any agent go through what I went through because I was going to quit three times. Would I have all these cars and this and that and, and so on? No, I probably wouldn't have because I made more in my first five years at Remax than I made in 21 years at Air Canada. I made more in five years than I did the 21 years. So you figure it out. Um, and I, it all comes down to support, leadership, mentorship, people not being jealous of you, wanting to help you. Um, you know, it's, it's, it depends. You've, you've got to, when you interview a brokerage, you, you, you want to see what they can do for you and provide for you because it's your, it's your life. It's your, it's your, it's hopefully something that you're going to do for the next 20 or 25 years. And I joke with everyone. I say the day that I don't enjoy real estate, I'm out of here. I'm quitting because I love it. It's my hobby. Real estate is my hobby. And what makes me, what drives me is, is, is people like yourself, you know, it's, it's about getting support and no jealousy and people wanting you to succeed. And, you know, and, and, you know, there's 4,000 real estate agents out there and there's over a million people in the city. There's lots to go around Absolutely. and all these companies out there are great. You know, it's, it's what's best fit for you, you know, really look at that. Yeah. collaboration over a competition aspect for any new agent choosing yeah. a brokerage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I always say, you know, I, I, I've even said to agents that have, I've interviewed because uh, I do a lot of recruiting and I go, go see what's out there. You know, it's like when you buy a car, you're looking at three or four different models. Go see what works for you. And, and I always say, you know, I'll, I'll work with you, not against you, you know, and it's, you just got to see what everyone's got to, different way of looking at things uh, in, in any profession. And sales is sales, whether it's presenting a donut across the counter at Horton's or whether it's selling cars or whatever, sales is sales. It's communicating and, and being true blue from your heart and wanting to help that person. And a great, I always use this too when I'm comparing sales is, you know, everyone knows about Best Buy. Everyone knows about uh, a company called, it was called Future Shop. Commission, high pressure sales. You walk in, they're like vultures. They, they attack you. They're no longer here anymore. So yeah. don't be greedy. Don't show, just show that you, you, you want to help someone find uh, the perfect dream of their lives. You know? Treat everybody like they're your family. Yeah. It's, it's truly important. Yep. And that's why people keep coming back yeah. to us yeah. too, yeah. as well as because we, we really value our clients yes. and we really, really yeah. care about them. Yeah. And we all actually, people in our office, I mean, we're rooting them on yeah. just as much. So you want them to be successful because yeah. like Robert said, there's a lot to go around, but Robert's a great leader. I mean, if we're not laughing, um, we're laughing so hard, we're crying. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a great environment. And that environment, I, you know, is totally different than where I was before. Not saying anything bad about my last company because I was there for a long time. Yeah. But yeah. I needed the sense of belonging and I needed a place that I felt like everybody was like me. Cheering on. Cheering cheer, us on. Cheering yeah. us, yeah, yeah. So. And what about you, Laurel? If, if you were to do everything all over again in 2024, how would you start? I would really do like I've done, I, I, I like the book Atomic Habits. So it's just really putting, book. I give really, that book to every single member of my yeah. staff. Putting, yeah. putting the <laughs> habits in place. Is there a Cole's Notes place. version or? A what? Cole's Notes version. 
<laughs> there is actually. Oh, good. Yes, then I'll get. Did. I'll read it then. If what it's he a means short is version. there a short version so you can get Smart it notes. get through it really quick. <laughs> yeah. But ha- putting habits in place and being surrounded by the right people and and really doing like the eighty twenty. So doing what you're best with, like doing doing the things you're good at, and letting the other people do the small stuff. Delegate. That, you know, delegating a hundred percent. So I have a hard time with that. And Robert, I'm sure does too. Cause sometimes he's like, well, I can do that. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you do that uh-huh. because somebody else can do it for, yeah, yeah. you know, you're worth so much money. And, and he also talks about that too, as well. Absolutely. Having value. It's knowing your hourly rate, like actually calculate mm-hmm. it based on, I put this many hours in, I'll sell this house for this much, make this much commission. How many mm-hmm. hours, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, was it's funny my um broker owner um Shane he used to tell me years ago he says you know you're making this much money per hour and you're doing this you're 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 downloading your listings you could be getting someone else to do that right yes and you're doing and you're delivering your key box and you're doing this and you're doing that and um yeah it's you you got to think smart uh, but there's one, another thing I want to add it to as far as clients and, and, you know, out there, just remember you treat a hundred thousand dollar client the same as you do a million dollar client. Absolutely. Because I've had hundred thousand dollar clients that are worth millions now. Mm-hmm. So you never know, you never judge a book by its cover, uh, sales is sales and, uh, wanting to help people no matter who it is, is very important. not only in real estate, but in anything, whether it's someone on the street that needs money or something along that line, you you always want to help people. You want to give back because that's a good feeling. It is. At what point did you find that you were starting to find success? You mentioned that your first eight months, you only had one sale. How do you take that adversity, that, that experience saying, okay, it's not going well. What am I doing? How can I change this? How can I adapt? How can I perform to the extent that I want? Well, uh, when I started uh, Remax, they said, you know, you want to be successful. You got to do this. 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 And I felt, and figure out what's your strong points. If you don't want to do that, then you better find something else that we just mentioned that you you think you're going to be good at. So I door knocked 4,000 homes because I'm a people person. I'm a communicator. By the way, guys, door knocking still works. Oh, it, it does. Really does. Yeah, it really it does. does. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've got a million stories, and I don't want to tell a million stories, but I'm going to tell you just one simple little story, <laughs> and it's 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 a good one. Um, I went into a grocery store one day, and I love talking, love handing my card out. Uh, I'll hand my card out at the Hortons drive-through window when I'm paying paying the cash or whatever. But I went into a shopping store. It was it was Sobeys. And I have my all different uh, stores I go to, uh, you know, different store for baking, different store for fruit and so on. Went into Sobeys and uh, I mean, I'm no spring chicken, but I was younger back then. But I had an elderly lady standing in front of me and she was grabbing a Kit Kat chocolate bar. And I said, do you mind grabbing me one? I says, I'll pay for yours too. So she grabbed it and so on. And I says, give me yours. I'm going to buy your chocolate bar. So I, I bought her chocolate bar. I says, hold on. I says, here's your chocolate bar. And we got out into the parking lot. And I says, I'm not stalking you. You know, 
I, but I, I helped her unload her groceries, put her groceries in her car. I says, by the way, I'm a real estate agent and here's my business card. I says, do you live around here? She says, no, I'm visiting my girlfriend. I says, well, I'll give your girlfriend my card too, right? So I kid you. I says, well, where, so where do you live? And she says, oh, I live on uh, Ellerslie Road and 111th. I says, oh. She says, I live in this nice adult complex. I says, oh, the one with the swimming pool and the movie theater. I says, yeah, I sold one of the very first units in there. So she phoned me up six, six months later, you know, because it takes time to, mm -hmm. for, for things to happen, especially with the door knocking, which I'll get into. Delayed gratification. But, yeah, yeah, so she phoned me up six months later and she says, it's your Kit Kat lady. And she was 25 years older than me. So anyways, to make the story short, I made $150,000 off of her by her telling all her friends in the complex, but I'm not finished. She also told her girlfriend in Beaumont about me and I sold her girlfriend's house plus her girlfriend told all her friends. So mm -hmm. it just, it just spreads like wildfire. If, if you're, if you're a nice person and, and honest and not mm -hmm. money hungry and show it and greedy. Uh, thing, things do happen. So, yeah. It's, it kind of, it can go both ways. Like yeah. give amazing service, it'll spread like wildfire. Yeah. Do a bad job. Same thing. That's why bad I said abuse. it takes yes. years to be successful, minutes to take it, crush down. Take it yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. I do think that a lot of people will come to you by referral. Like most of my business before yeah. uh, Robert and I joined uh, was all referral. So I kind of got a little bit lazy because I'm like, well, it's like so everybody comes, <laughs> yeah. but they come it's, from your good service, of yeah. course, and you get a good name um, when you do provide good service, but you do got to keep on looking for new ways to you do. get business for sure. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go back to your roots what made you successful and where you started. You have to go back to that foundation, mm -hmm. but trust me, the foundation is communicating, communicating with, with people and, 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 and just talking, going for coffee mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, dropping off pumpkins, uh, at all their homes, uh, on Halloween for their kids or sending a birthday card every year to their, mm -hmm. to the husband or wife or sending an anniversary card or, when, when I would do listings, I would do a listing contract for mom and dad, and I do a listing contract for the kids. I built relationships with the kids because yes. those kids get older one day too, and they buy houses. And sure enough, um, yeah, we're just, doing three, the third, fourth generation yeah, now taking yeah, care uh, of, yeah. you know, our first client's grandkids. So it's, it's a good business for sure when you do yeah, good ladies. and you got to be a good human, be a good you human. Do. You do. And. Don't go around, you know, talking bad about other realtors either, because that can also, <laughs> you know, there's people yeah. that do it often. Yeah. You got to look after the other people. And even in my negotiations, a lot of realtors will be like, oh, I, I trust Laurel. I know Laurel's going to do a good job. And I do it because I know I have to look after other people in the industry too, as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a good name. You do. And that's why. I partnered up with you because you're, you're, I did my homework on you. Wow. <laughs> so, but well, uh, I think yeah. we're a great team. Yeah. Sure. We have, we have fun. So. Can I throw in a quick question for both of you guys? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, what do you really do about, this is, I think what the new generation really lacks is breaking that ice with 
just a random person at the supermarket, like you mentioned, or mm-hmm. whoever, right? And mm-hmm. putting that out there that you're an agent without being sleazy about it and, you know, how to do that gracefully throughout your day and see the fruits from that. I think it's really important just to be kind and start a conversation. And um, just like he put groceries on an, in the trunk of trunk a, of a, car. Yeah. a car. Yeah. I mean, that's big. Uh, shoveling sidewalk also that's big when there's other people that can't do it giving a kid a cookie at the store you know little things like that mind you people are a little bit more scared than they were they are yeah yeah yeah. give a kid a cookie don't you give my kid a cookie right they get kind of creeped out now you can't (laughs) i mean i still kind of do it but um, i think maybe because of my age or you know they think well he's an older guy so he's harmless or whatever but um, you just got to, you know, I recommend, you know, I mean, with, with the young generation like yourself, you're very computer literate. You understand the social media and that's where it's turning. And I think that's fantastic. We're going to learn from you. Right. Absolutely. And you're going to learn from us. If you can just take a little bit out of what, what I talk about or Laurel talks about, it's going to help you with your business. And believe it or not, um, we're... I'm struggling, but Laurel's very good at it. But the social media is very important. And, you know, I I say to to everyone that the social media is great. But I will tell you one thing, you know, when you're on the social media, be professional. Don't brag. You know, keep your partying out of the social media. Have a couple of different websites, you know, is because when someone wants to list their house, if they're, they're going on the Internet, they're checking you out. If there's nothing wrong with partying, but if they see you this and drinks and this and that, turns them off. It, mm-hmm. well, maybe, well, people oh, are judgmental. Maybe it attracts yeah. that type of person too, you know, right? True, true. true. Yeah. But um, be professional and yeah. remember, it's okay to be number one, but make your clients number one first. That's correct. Yeah. 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 It's not all about you. It's about them. And they're, they're going to pick up on that too. Mm-hmm. So. so we've got another question about Difficult clients, language barriers. What has been your experience with that in your careers? I've really never experienced a language barrier. Um, you know, I've got lots of clients that are different nationalities and, and so on there. But I, I will tell you with our, with our brokerage, you know, we're the biggest brokerage, uh, Remax brokerage in the city. And we've got 36 different uh, languages in our mm-hmm. brokerage. So... If I come across someone that where I can't speak Mandarin or something along that line, then I would, I'm not, I'm not helping my client out if they, you know, uh, I would give it to one of my coworkers or agents and let them help me out with, you know, with uh, that type of thing. And legally, we're held to yeah a rule yeah. of yeah. where if they're not understanding us and yeah. we're not understanding them, then. Things could go a little yep. haywire. They can so go wrong, yeah, yeah. You really want to make sure. And having the good connections yeah. in your office, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, it's not about making the money. It's no. about, it's about helping, right. helping the client mm-hmm. out, you know. And that client's really going to appreciate you referring them over to someone else who is a better fit with them or, you know, so, yeah. And, and in terms of difficult clients, like we all go through different oh, yeah. things in yeah. our life. Some people are sick. Some people you don't even have a clue yeah. that they're, you know, they have cancer. Their yeah. child has cancer. We have many agents yeah. Yeah. that have children that are um, part yeah. of Stollery. Yeah. 
because, uh, you know, they're very sick, yeah. but there's people that are difficult for different reasons. Yeah. So maybe having a conversation, uh, sometimes yeah. people just don't work together. That's personality yeah. too as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can be the best agent in the world mm-hmm. with 150% customer service. And I always tell myself and other agents too, you're not going to make everyone happy. No. It's you, impossible. It's, it's impossible, you know. Um, and going back, to, you, you never know what someone's going through in life, mm-hmm. you know. We all keep secrets in some way, and, and eventually those secrets uh, take a toll on us and affect us in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you never know what someone's going through. If someone was grumpy that day, you don't know why, because we all go through different. Life isn't perfect. There is no perfect relationship in real estate or in with your husband or wife or, or children. Mm-hmm. You have to work on it. You have, and and it all comes down to communication, right? You know, asking and, the client. Yeah, asking the client. What can I do for what, you? Exactly. What do you feel that I'm not doing? Yeah, that sort of thing. And yeah. I've got you know, many relationships with, I also manage too. So I manage and I sell, and I've got many relationships with agents where we don't even talk real estate. We talk about life, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, they'll phone me up and say, you know, uh, I'm just kind of going through this or going through that. And, you know, with, with our office, we, you know, and give you an example, like I could have an agent that made 40,000 for the month of January, 40,000 for February, 40,000 for March. And then all of a sudden, April, May, June, and July, zero. Mm -hmm. I'm phoning them not to see why their sales aren't up. I'm phoning them to see if they're okay. And we call it no agent left behind because everyone goes through sickness or a divorce or something along that line. So it all comes down to communication. We all, much. we all need help in some way, whether it's mentally or verbally or, or money or, you know, and so I'm an old school work ethic, like I'm militant and this and that, get up early and don't sleep in and, and, and so on there. But um, I think my success basically came to communication and wanting to help people and, and willing to help myself too. You know, I mean, I, I learned something every day in real estate, uh, even in, you know, in, in 20 some years and at my age, uh, you know, yeah, you have to learn and Laura will say the same thing. I mean, we learn something every day. Um, but we also, I learned that, you know, I, I love to talk with people every day and communicate with people every day because without that. Uh, I wouldn't be successful. I have to be, I like to be around people. I'm, and I'm, and I'm the type of person that can be, um, by myself and live by myself because I'm an only child. So when you're an only child, you learn how to play with yourself and learn how to entertain yourself. But I like to be around people. I like to help people. And, and I've learned that now it's okay for people to help me now too, because I've always been one of those people that, you know, I don't want help. I don't, want to ask for a favor or whatever i've always been um the giver and not so much the receiver but i've learned how to uh for people to help me and 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 so on and it took me 20 some years uh to get a partner uh 
And I feel yeah. so lucky. Yeah. It's kind of about the ask and you shall receive. Um, yeah. I used to run home from school to watch Oprah mm-hmm. and listen yeah. to the Oprah stories. <laughs> I am not kidding. My kids even got gifted me um, yeah. when Oprah came to, to go and see her. Um, I think that it, my driving force was always wanting to learn and always knowing and seeing how when I really focused on something, I was getting it like almost every time. So it was the law of attraction was big to me. I was raised Christian. Um, my Can you mom's go into that faith. a little bit? For those who don't know, what is the law of attraction? Well, just, you know, what you think, what you focus on, you create. So that could be also negative behaviors too as well, right? So I know that when I really wanted something and I worked hard to get it and I, and I knew that I was going to get it, it usually happened. And it just, you know, the universe, there's so much out there in the universe and Mm -hmm. and being a good person helps, I believe, also in karma. When you do good for others, it good comes to you. Um, I'm always out there doing my best to be good and do good and help people. And I, I really think that that has blessed me beyond measure, really. Well, just knowing that there's um, a f- you know force bigger than me, and a lot of times, I, I mean, being young and I was in you know a similar situation as Robert. We all had rough upbringings, that sort of thing. So knowing that there was somebody to look up to or something to look up to, and just know that it was bigger than me, and I didn't have to do it all on my own. That I could have faith and believe and trust and, and know that, you know, I wasn't alone basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that, and that's a good point. And, and the thing is, is it's important for an agent to find a brokerage where they're going to get support. And you got to realize this, you know, you're with your family all day, but I'll give you an example. When I was with Air Canada, or if it turned out to be Air Canada because they bought Canadian, but for 21 years, that was like my second family mm-hmm. because I spent eight or nine hours with the same people every day for 21 years. Mm-hmm. It's emotional to leave that family. So when you look for another profession or another brokerage, make sure there's a culture. And with the culture that I've brought, to the office that I work with and and the culture was there, but I've just kind of tinkered with it and, and made it even a better culture. I look at it as my family, my second family. We all help one another. Mm -hmm. We sing happy birthday to one another. We, we we're, we're everyone's there for each other. There's no jealousy. There's no animosity. So you really have to learn to, to, to mix and mingle with people. And don't be afraid to share your sorrows uh, mm-hmm. or or even your happiness, you know, because mm-hmm. our our lives aren't, aren't aren't perfect. And I think um, I've always been the person that everyone's phoned to get pumped up and motivated, and so on. And I uh, I wasn't the person that would phone people and to get motivated because I could motivate myself. <laughs> but my greatest motivator was was my mom, who was my best friend. And when I lost her, um, it was an empty feeling, a very empty feeling and a, a lonely feeling. So, but 
I learned to ask for help and opened up a bit. And I've got agents, uh, Laurel and, and agents in our office. Um, Angelica's one of them too. Uh, you know, yeah, we, we, we talk, (laughs) uh, I talk about my stuff. We, we all talk about everything and we've got everyone in the office that is there to help you and support you and, 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 and be a family, whether I feel like I've got brothers, sisters, um, I don't feel like I've got a, a mother there. Well, I've, I've got, I won't say that, but I, there, there are <laughs> some, that, yeah, there are some that are older than yeah. me and, um, you know, and I, I've, I've, I've got Lori in the office and she's just incredible too. And, uh, and Angelica and, and all the, the younger agents too. It's, uh, it's fun. It keeps me young, keeps me on my toes. They straighten me out. I straighten them out, but I will tell you in, in real estate and whether you're, you know, whether you've got staff or a team or, or fellow agents, remember always after a negative with your employee, look for a positive. Mm-hmm. And if you're, and if you're giving discipline or correcting in, uh, one of your staff members, I want you within an hour to find something positive because you can break someone down yes. in seconds and it takes a long time to to build them up and give them back that confidence. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a professional dog trainer too. And you can correct a dog, but after a negative has to be a positive. So, um, yeah. Robert is our therapist at our office. So yeah. we save a lot of uh, psychologists. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. For sure. We came, I came from a time of where children were to be seen and not heard. Yep. Right. Yep. So they could see you, but you weren't allowed to talk or vocalize right. yourself. Yeah. You yeah. were very, um, you weren't very valued many times. Right. Yeah. Where I think yeah. that that's changed quite a bit Yeah. Um, with our children for sure. But speaking your truth and communicating, I can't, I don't think we can say that enough today. Yeah. Because sure. when, when I grew up as a kid, you were to go to your room and play and not sit with the, you know, the adults, you know, you go to your room or go into another room or whatever. But now, I mean, it's, it's good to let everyone mix and mingle with each other. And, and one of uh, I find that, you know, I can, I can relate, I can get into anyone, any age groups. I can get into a five-year-old or a 95-year-old. Uh, I mean, she thinks I'm nuts sometimes. I've got Different voices and noises, and he said and, he's going to give us a, a a few of his yeah, laughs. But I mean, <laughs> I, I like to have fun, and uh, yeah. you know, and when you go into a a listing presentation, learn about that family. Look at what they mm-hmm. collect. Look what the kids have. What toys they have. Look what kind of dog they have. Look what Gretzky print they have on the wall, or look what Royal Dalton they have in the case, or whatever they collect. L- get interested in your clients, what, what they do in life, you yes. know, and, and you'll find that they'll make you a member of their family. Mm-hmm. I'm an even emergency contact for, for clients, kids at school. I mean, they've grown up now, but I mean, yeah, you're Rob's your emergency contact. If you have a problem, he's in town, he'll, he'll pick you up at lunch or whatever, but uh, you want your clients to, to have faith in you and, and trust you because you're working with the biggest transactions in, in, in their life, yeah. their, their home. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to be seen and heard. Well, especially heard yeah. Yeah. more so heard yeah. than anything. Right. So they want 
you to um, listen to what they have to say and get their point across mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just remain positive for sure. And your confidence is big because don't let anybody take your confidence from you. Yeah. I think that was my biggest thing. You know, I'm a small person, but also being a woman too as well and being a young woman in the business, people would be, I used to go up against a gentleman, like I'd be in the business already for 10 years and an, a gentleman would retire from, let's say Revenue Canada or a government job and they'd go into a listing and a lot of times they would probably get that listing because people viewed him as having more knowledge, right? Where I had a lot more knowledge than he would have had, but because his age and and them thinking. And how do you overcome that? Coming as somebody young in the business, probably been my biggest hurdle. Same here. Yes. Starting when you're young, um, you have a lot of energy and and that sort of thing, but really it's your actions. Your actions are going to speak a lot uh, for you. Uh, I think that just keep on going because when you're, I think when you're almost at that point of giving up, that's when the good stuff is going to happen. So there is going to be a breakthrough if you keep on moving forward. Don't step back. Uh, listen, learn all the time. I'm always learning. I'm still learning. Still like 27 years later, I'm getting, I learned something on a deal or I learned yeah, something yeah. from a client. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I finished reading that book you gave me. Did you? Which one? The, the Before, before agreements. agreements. I love that book. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. It was very interesting. It could be I read taken Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Yes. And discussed very similar concepts. Yes. But um, I have that book for you as well. Because my, mm -hmm. my least favorite thing in the world is giving somebody a book and then not reading it. Well, uh, I so appreciate you I had you to reading. make sure that I, I gave it back to you. She gave it to mm -hmm. me a few uh, days just ago. Just let me book the other day. I got to make sure to read it. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be on me. The book that Laurel gave you, right? Yes. Um, you read it, which is incredible, and you're going to cherish it. But I'm going to ask you, did Laurel sign it and date it, the book? No. <laughs> you didn't sign it and date it? Well, I didn't. Yeah. So <laughs> next, it was for the moment. So the I just time, wanted to give him The next knowledge. time you see Laurel, you get yeah. her to sign it, autograph it, and date it. Because that's <laughs> going to be something that's going to be on your bookshelf forever. And you're going to remember the day that she gave it to you. Well, that was actually, she gave me a few books. That was I actually the one that she gave oh, back. Okay. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So I'm thinking, we're talking about the four agreements. Now that book yeah. might not be for everybody, but I do give it to many people. Because so many people are, were raised with, our parents are going to tell us who we are a lot of times. Our family members are going to tell us who we are a lot of times. And we might not jive with that, right? We might have something different, what we feel inside. So that book really hit me big but so did the one thing so that'll be have you read that one yet or no it's, it'll be on it's, your it's list only been a few days yes yes <laughs> take your time but yeah. honestly I, I only share it because i get so excited because i know what i got from it so when i get something i just like to share yeah for when sure. something good I'll happens i like to share you know and, sure. and awesome. my kids i used to make them sit and watch oprah with me and the law of attraction or any good show or, any, yeah. you know, I'm like forever teaching them. So they're like, the other day I was sitting in the car. I have a 17 year old and she's like telling me about friends at school and stuff. And she, I said, well, Brooklyn, think about it. 
from their end of things. And she goes, why do you always have to be so positive? Can't you just be <laughs> negative and just listen to me <laughs> for a minute? Told me the same thing. And I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. My mom was so positive yeah. too. Yeah. Even though she had MS for 42 years, she was so positive. There is no hurdle. Um, maybe because you guys look young and have nice young skin and nice hair and so on there. <laughs> Great hair, guys. But, like, but, I, but I want you to be different than everyone else. And right now, the young generation, they all text, they all email, they don't want to pick up the phone and talk. So I want you to be different. I want you to pick up the phone and talk, and I want you to meet the people in person. Mm -hmm. Because that's... And that's my logo, experience the difference. I want them to experience that you're different than everyone else in your age group. I'm sure you guys are in your 20s, uh, early 20s. 21. Um, yeah, so be different than everyone else. Mm -hmm. You know, go meet them, shock them, go to, go to their house or go meet them for coffee in person. Don't send them a... a, a or I don't know how you do it, but I, someone, <laughs> someone emailed me a, a, a coffee coupon or a coffee, coffee gift certificate. Well, I don't even know how to download it and use it. I've still got it in my phone after a year. A $50 card. Go hand it to them in person. Take them out for yes. coffee. Go meet them. If you wouldn't have phoned me and talked to me on the phone. You wouldn't be here. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be sitting here with you. So be different than everyone else. Shock everyone's system out there. Yeah. yeah. Because they're expecting someone like yourselves to text them and email them. Just use reverse psychology. Show up on, on their door. Hand them a business card. Not, here, here's my business card. Scan it. Hand them a piece of paper. Although that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah it is cool. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, so... Yeah, kind be of different a, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a big be, thing. Because um, if you're all the same, yeah, we all like, we all look different, right? Mm -hmm. We're all different heights, different sizes, mm -hmm. and and so on. There, so yeah, people just, will will say something about you, and you'll start to yeah. know what they're noticing for sure. Yeah. A lot of people will always say, "You're so kind to other yeah. people. You yeah. give people so much of your time." Um, I just like to give. I like, yeah. I like that, right? But, but it's 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 funny though. Uh, what would I do different? Well, when I first started real estate, I mean, I went in and did market evaluations, and I would hear, "Well, we really like you, but you just don't have any experience," mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I would hear it all the time. But the good, you know, what made me feel good and didn't I didn't get down is we really like you, mm -hmm. but. We just don't feel you're experienced enough. So the people that did get the listing, it just gave me more motivation. Mm -hmm. And now those real estate's tough. If mm -hmm. the first five years is tough, just like a relationship in a marriage, first five years, same with real estate. If you can make it past the five years, 27, mm -hmm. 21, um, yeah. And the reason I didn't give up is the nose. Yeah. Right? A lot of people, my ex used to tell me all the time, who's going to buy a house from you? You're 23. What do you know? Yeah. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, well, I'm going to make sure people buy a house from me. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. So if people said no to me, it was more of a motivation. Yeah. Uh, it motivated yeah. me a lot. So what do you mean I can't? What do you mean that's not for me? I don't like the word no. So... It really drove me to do good stuff, yeah. for sure.
knowing your worth and um, knowing that there, that no is just another path, one more t- checkbox off to reach that eventual yes. Yes. It's just yeah. a numbers game. Yeah. Yes. And it's funny, I, I listed a house a year ago and I, I don't know what happened, but, and what I just said to you, if people like mm-hmm. you, they'll remember you. Mm-hmm. And here's one good example. I got a phone call a year ago, Rob, do you remember me? It's, I won't say his name. I says, oh yeah, you have the, the Donair shop, North, North Edmonton. I says, I can't believe it. I haven't talked to you in 18 years. I went and took him out for coffee. He took his wallet out. He had my green business card from 18 years ago. And the reason why it was green is because I matched it with my eyes. My eyes are green, right? So he had my green business card and I looked like totally like a totally, I looked like you young guys. Yeah. <laughs> I had good hair too. But anyways, the point of the story is, is he remembered me after 18 years and he kept my business card. Do you know why? Because I was a nice person and he liked me and he didn't get the text. He didn't get the email. He built a relationship mm-hmm. with me. You know, and people so. will do business with who they know and trust. Who, yeah. who they know, like, yeah. and trust, right? Yeah. So you can know somebody and not like yeah. them and not want to yeah. do business, but yeah. it's who you know, like, and trust very Absolutely. much so. Is there, would you say, in terms of how you treat clients, I know this may be a question for what's starting out. Is there a difference in how you treat your family or friends in comparison to how you treat brand clients that you've never met before? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what, I think Laurel will remember this too. When you first, when we took our real estate course, it was in a classroom. It wasn't mm-hmm. online and it was great. If someone asked me to take the real estate course now, I wouldn't take it. I didn't want to do it online. I want to do it in person in a classroom. Never forget this. Uh, one of the instructors said, never depend on family and friends in real mm-hmm. estate. They are they, they will, they will make you quit. They'll come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to depend on friend, family and friends to get business, forget it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I absolutely love that you say that. Yeah. And I, and I'll remember that the very first day in the introduction into real estate was right. don't depend on family and friends. Yeah. Don't wait for the phone to ring. No one knows you. No one knows who you are. They don't know you're a real estate agent. If you think you're going to come in and make all this money and the phone's going to ring, it's it's not going to ring. So yeah. even to this day, it's not going to ring. Even with social media and yep. putting out content yep. out there, yep. like it still doesn't ring. Like you, you, yep. it's the consistency and mm-hmm. building yep. the relationships, putting yourself out there. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. There is this rule of 30 that it talks about. And what it says is that the prospecting that you do in the next 30 days determines what your sales look like in the next 90 days. Mm-hmm. And there, and this is an experience for me when I was in car sales and I would prospect and I'll prospect and I'll prospect and I'll hit the phones all day, every day, making 50, hundred cold calls. And I'd have crazy sales the next yep. few months. Then when I'm dealing with those clients, when I'm on that high, mm-hmm. when my ego comes in and I think, okay, my phone's not going to stop ringing. Uh-huh. Sure enough, it slows down right again. Mm-hmm. That's it, true. Ego can sometimes yeah. get in the way. Um, even when you get super busy, you get mm-hmm. short, you get moody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have been there for sure. Yeah. So you got to step back and just know that can stop at any moment. Like yeah. you mentioned, Rob, yeah. like that can change in a day. Yeah. So yeah. keep prospecting. Um, 
we've been doing yeah. Buffini, yeah, right at our office, and I mean, it changed my life. Takes you back to the old. It did. It really gets you to connect with those people, your clients, your friends. But can you say the term again? And what does it mean? Buffini. It's it's actually a course. It's a course. It's a course. By, that, okay. Yeah. That our office has done. Yeah. And I, I'm actually starting the course uh, next week, uh, a 13-week course for our agents. I do it two hours every Wednesday, and it's a format for one of the top real estate coaches in North America. So we teach his course. We have mm-hmm. his video. We have his mail-outs, his kit, and it's a great course for, for agents. Yeah. And we even get agents like Laurel, who've been doing it for 26 27 years going, wow, I remember this. Yeah. Well, I know I never had yeah, it. Yeah. I never had yeah. that teaching. So yeah, that's well, the whole but difference. I, yeah. I did. You did. When I, never I started did. Remax, we yeah. had that teaching and mm-hmm. it's great. We've got agents that make six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year still mm-hmm. took the course mm-hmm. because it rejuvenated and took them mm-hmm. back to the way we used to talk with each other with clients and that. I so. just finished the course yeah. in December and I intend to do it again. Yeah. yeah. Just because it really, really does. Like and, and everyone who takes the course can come back into the course. Mm-hmm. So like I'm starting it next week. So Laurel will come and just to get reju, even though she just finished it, but she's going to meet the other agents who are taking it and, and, and so on there. So, um, yeah. It's great leadership, yeah. honestly. Yeah. We've yeah. had some great leadership that are yeah. at Remax. I really have. Yeah. Um, I'm there not as often as I want, but I intend to be yeah, this year for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. What would you say is the best part of being a realtor? What's the worst part? Someone who isn't a realtor watching this, someone who's curious about getting into real estate. Well, I can answer this very good, and it, and it's the truth too. When you become a real estate agent. You don't know how lucky you are. And what I mean by that is you can get up when you want. You can go to the doctor when you want. You can go to the dentist when you want. You can go pick up your sick child from school when you want. Mm -hmm. Try working uh, a a nine to five or eight to five or six to six job and try doing those things. You have to appreciate that. We're very lucky. You work for yourself. You work for yourself. You work for yourself. You're very lucky. You're very fortunate. You can come and go as you please. You have to, you know who your worst enemy is? Your worst enemy is you. Your worst enemy is you. You're absolutely right. So you answer to yourself. You look in the the mirror and you decide Mm -hmm. if you're going to be successful or not. So learn how to work with that valuable time and learn how to use that time. Uh, Learn that you can go to your children's hockey game or sports day any, anytime you want. So what about you? Uh, I have to say my most enjoyable thing is when somebody refers me to their kids or their grandkids, that means like, Holy cow. Wow. I must've done yeah. A good job for them because now they're putting, entrusting their kids in my hands. So I get super excited. Like first time homebuyers, right. I love, yeah. love, love it. Like dance around, do their thing. They're super exciting, yeah. excited. And it is exciting. It's exciting for me every time I give those keys away. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Every time. The emotional high. It's unreal. It is unreal. Sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. Yes. (laughs) Yes. What's a a little known secret about yourself? Well, known secret about myself is I love people. I love cars. So not secret. Yeah. I love children. I love dogs. And I'm just thankful and lucky to be sitting here with, with great people like yourself. And at the end of the day, you know, when you're young, you don't think about this. But as you get older, life is short. It travels very fast. I can't believe that I'm in my 60s now. I remember your age. I remember your age. And I'll give you one piece of advice. You start banking money every month, mm-hmm. whether it's $100 per month. I want you to bank $100 per month, okay? And I want you to do that till you're my age, $100 per month. And you'll be, you'll be very wealthy. Uh, and you'll be happy. You'll be able to provide for your family. You'll be able to provide for your kids, your grandchildren. And yeah, it's... Uh, that's the greatest piece of advice I can give is that $100 per month or, or 50 And remember, when you want to be successful, you have to set a goal for yourself. Set a goal. I don't want you to set a goal to fail. I want you to set a realistic goal. Everyone has to have a goal. Mm-hmm. Just like Connor McDavid, he makes $13.5 million per year. At the end of the day, it's not the $13.5 million. It's the Stanley Cup he wants to wear. When he wants to hold the cup, he wants to wear the ring. And he's humble. Yeah, and he's humble. He's super humble. So set a goal. Um, We all set goals. And what I recommend is whatever your dream is, whether it's a vacation home in Hawaii or Cancun or whether it's a beautiful car, I want you to put that home on your laptop screen. I want you to open up that screen every day and I want you to look at that goal, whether it's a house, a car, a girlfriend, a boyfriend or whatever. I want you to put it on your laptop screen. And that's all I got to say. Robert's always teaching. He's always teaching. He doesn't tell anybody, but he can also sing. So that might be the secret you're oh, looking for. He can sing. The next podcast, I might sing one day. Yeah, so. Mine is, I have 10 grandchildren. A lot of people don't expect it right away, just because I am a young grandma. Um, they don't call me grandma. I didn't allow that. You also look 20 years. Yeah, she looks yeah. like she's my daughter. <laughs> I get called Yaya, and nothing is better to me than is getting called Yaya. I'm not Greek, but grandma didn't really feel very good. And Baba did, definitely didn't feel okay, very good. Yeah. So the funny thing is we do things with Trevor. Or, um, he likes superheroes, right? Mm. You love superheroes yeah, yeah. for sure. So we joke. He's always called me Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's a reason Everybody why. thinks I look like Linda Carter. I feel pretty lucky for that. And he loves Spider-Man. Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to have the, fun. Kind of see yeah. the Wonder Woman. Yeah, gotta have fun. (laughs) It's all about fun. Any final word? My final word is thank you so much. It's nice to meet uh, two young men um, who are respectful, Mm -hmm. great mannerisms, willing to please. And if you weren't, I wouldn't be sitting here because I have no problem saying no to anyone. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate uh, 
your guys's professionalism and keep doing what you're doing. You're going to go places and just remember one thing. Uh, the most important thing in life is, uh, is your help and mm -hmm. happiness. You don't yes. have that. You've got nothing. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Be true to everyone and be true to your, be true to yourself. Yeah. True to yes. yourself. And, and if you can't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. Remember that. So that's all I got to say. And I got to get going because I got a 133 pound Rottweiler that's, <laughs> that's phoning me right yeah. now. He's hungry. <laughs> and uh, where can everyone find you guys? Well, you can, they want to work with you. Well, uh, they should, I'd highly recommend either. Or Rob. Well, or we've got a team. Together, we've got though. a team name. Um, I guess I will. You'll spill those. Beans. I'll spill the beans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, ladies first, of course. So it's Laurel and Robbie. Uh, and the reason where the Robbie came from is that's where my mom used to call me. But uh, there's always some type of funny thing with me. This and if you Google Laurel and Hardy, there's a little bit of. Uh, comedy, comedy there and, and humor yeah. but um that's way long ago right? yeah long yeah. ago long, but long uh, it's uh, laurel and uh, robbie real estate uh, we're excited uh we will provide you with 150 percent award yes winning customer yes. service and that's, we care that's what it's about. And we, we care. really care yeah. about our clients yeah um we care for their outcome we're excited for their outcome and we want to do our best always yeah so yeah do you have Instagram? We have Instagram. Well, I have Instagram. She's got <laughs> yeah, eight thousand followers. She's got, she's got eight thousand followers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Laurel um, sells. Uh, yeah. This yeah, is the Laurel, place to plug all your information. Yeah, yeah. Laurel's so we'll going to set it all up. Yeah. Anyone watching who wants but, to work uh, with either of these two, the information will all be in our description as well on YouTube. Beautiful. And uh, we'll also put it up on the screen. So thank you so much, team. This is thank you so much. Time to do Absolutely. that.